Good morning. It's August 17th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name, and today's title is Mercy. That music was In the Morning by J.J. Heller. And what is it that the Lord requires of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? Micah 6, 8. You'll note we've referenced our opening verse multiple times before, because it's important. The prophet Micah answers the eternal question of what exactly are we supposed to be doing here? But what does it mean to love mercy? Certainly we all love mercy for ourselves, but what does it mean to love mercy for others? Mercy is generally thought of as kindness, the opposite of cruelty. Mercy is universally thought of as good and cruelty as bad. Most of us like to think of ourselves as kind, and it is quite easy to convince ourselves that this is, in fact, the case. After all, there's no definitive action required to prove or disprove a supposition when we are only trying to convince ourselves, right? Mercy and grace are often confused. Mercy means not receiving what you deserve, i.e. punishment of some sort, compassion for the powerless, even though they are guilty of an offense. God's forbearance and forgiveness of sins is, in fact, merciful. But grace means the unmerited favor of God, by definition, on one undeserving. It is, in fact, a gift, rather than a withholding of deserved negative consequences for offense, as in mercy. Grace imparts a positive blessing on the undeserving, as in salvation. God was merciful in withholding the death penalty for our sin, but graceful in granting us salvation through faith. Micah tells us that God wants us to love mercy, and that means forgiveness. It doesn't just mean viewing oneself as kind. It's far too easy to write off other sins as inconsequential, as long as we can tell ourselves, well, I generally have my heart in the right place. Forgiveness is part and parcel of mercy, and that means the uncomfortable state of forgiving those who have wronged us, Matthew 6:14, or those whom we perceive to have wronged us. That is the first requisite step in loving one's enemies, is it not? Matthew 5.44. C.S. Lewis, in The Problem of Pain, contends that we think ourselves kind and virtuous when in fact we're simply happy. He says it's easy to imagine oneself kind or merciful, but less so chaste or temperate or humble. In order to love mercy, as Micah tells us, it's necessary to actually actively forgive those whom we dislike because we feel they have wronged us in some way. 
That involves letting them know that you forgive them as well. It turns out it's not as easy as just imagining yourself to be kind. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that your Spirit work through us when we don't have the strength ourselves to show mercy to those who have wronged us. We know that once we forgive, however, the burden will lift from ourselves, even more from those forgiven. Amen. Your heart will feel lighter, everything will be brighter. Find peace in knowing that all will be well in the morning. In the morning. All will be well, all will be well in the morning. We'll see you tomorrow.